welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio, where we share tried and tested ways to grow your brand and get more customers. Everything from the latest in marketing and branding, right through to growing your team and creating an irresistible culture. Hi, and welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio. Today, I am back with an amazing guest, Catherine James, or CJ, from Catherine James Creative. Catherine is a copywriter. She is incredible with words, and she's also incredible at helping businesses find their voice and finding alignment with their communication. And so today, she's sharing a lot of great questions and insights into how you also in your business, you can find your own voice. So let's jump straight in. I am so excited to have you here today, Catherine. Thank you so much for joining me on the Basic Bananas radio show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's great to see you. Yeah, it's always great to see you. And and just as a little background for our listeners here. So Catherine runs a company called Catherine James Creative. She's an incredible copywriter, got so much to give and so much value to share. So I thought it would be really cool to have her on the show. And also just, you know, a little bit of intel here. So Catherine is one of our Genius Punch members, and she's also running our masterminds. So Catherine actually works with our business owners that are in our community to help them also hold them accountable, help them with their messaging. And yeah, I'm just really excited to share some of your knowledge with the larger, with the wider audience here. Hmm. Oh, thank you so much. You must call me CJ. It sounds so strange. I know. I, I know. I know it is I know. a name, but you know, everyone just calls me CJ. <laughs> I know. I normally call you CJ. I think I was just looking at the formal way of introducing you. Let's let's go. Let's go back to CJ. So, yeah, CJ. Yeah. So you 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 are amazing with words, and you've helped many of our members in in the clever bunch and in the genius bunch with words, and more importantly with their message alignment to their to how they go about even life and I think that's a really important way to approach copywriting that not a lot of people do but you do that so so beautifully so Mm. can you talk maybe first a little bit about why it's important to have alignment and then we go into the how yeah absolutely yeah so I guess to explain it a little bit perhaps it's good to go back on my journey a little way so starting to become a copywriter uh, was it was interesting because I would say to people I'm a copywriter and sometimes people don't actually know what that is. The, the word itself yeah. that describes writing copy for people is not very descriptive about what you actually do. So I would, go, I would often go into an explanation, oh, you know, I write for websites and I help people explain the message and, and connect with customers. And so I found that I was having to... Um, identify the job that I was doing. So so that got me thinking about what it is about business that uh, or the businesses that I'm working with that, that really wants to be communicated. And, you know, from working with you guys as well, it, it comes down to your purpose and being able to say that and have your elevator pitch ready. Um, it's not it's not easy to do and that's why we have lots of sessions working on these sorts of things because you think you know what your purpose is in business and you know you generally people know why they're doing it have a bit of a a bit of an an inkling but it's not always that easy to get it out and to explain it and express it really well 
And the people that do and the companies that do, you find customers really connect with them really well. So if your customer can explain why you're in business, you have a really connected and um, a valuable relationship with that person who's going to talk about you, who's going to rave about what you're doing, the why behind it, whatever it is, because they can grasp it and understand it. And I guess that's why it's so important so that you can get your message out to to find your customers, not only to get sales, um, because we're in business to make money, of course, but to connect with the people who are really going to promote your business and be raving fans as well. Yeah, I love that. And and you would also see this a lot. The, we, we see a lot of businesses that just struggle to find their voice mm. and find it hard to communicate in a way that sets them apart from everyone else. And that feels, I know we talked about this just before we hit record, feels authentic. I know it's an overused word, yep. but that is the, that is really, you know, how people connect with you is by, by you, the business owner or whoever communicates by being authentic and true to yourself so that people can connect. So I know a lot of people struggle with that. I, I'd love to just, you know, see, so you, you say you would start in order to get to that, to get to that outcome of, of connecting with people and to, to maybe set yourself apart, you would start with the company's purpose and then have consistency across how you communicate that? Yeah. So I think just, just, just to pick up on what you said there about people finding it difficult, often the, the, uh, the people I'm working with are solopreneurs. So they're on their own running the business or it might be two people. Um, they're in their own heads a lot and so you censor a lot about what you want to say because you, oh, I can't say that or, oh, no, that's, oh, and it doesn't even get out, you know. You stop it before it even gets onto the page or on the paper. Um, so I think the process of, of having somebody else to talk to about your business and telling them about what's good about your company, uh, you'll find so often people will downplay, oh, we won this award and it was, you know, and you go, well, Wow, hang on, tell me about that. And we we just somehow have a habit of not expressing what is most important to us. <laughs> and that's probably a whole psychology area of psychology as to why we're not putting that out there and doing that sort of thing. But I think uh, when when you find somebody who you can express it to, who can pick up on the best bits of what it is that you want to say, you will you will find it easier to express your purpose. Yeah, and I feel like that's also why, you know, the way that we run our groups is so powerful because you have other people to talk to and mm. you have this this sounding board or as we like to call it, your own advisory board around you to to share ideas and then get feedback on your ideas. Now, in our Clever Bunch and also in the Genius Bunch, we do a lot of frameworks, including a brand strategy. What do you what what sort of approach do you take with businesses and you've worked with many of our members too to help them get that voice and mm. to find their voice and then to have that alignment so that it just clicks. You know, when it just you know this as a copywriter, sometimes it just clicks. Yep. But how do you get to that? What what sort of approach would you recommend for people to take? I know this is a the million dollar question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is no there is no one answer, you know. It really but uh, I will before I say that, before everyone goes, Oh no. <laughs> we want the magic answer. Exactly. It does depend on the person behind the business, but really you've got to look at your business as 
a separate being from you. So if you, if I were to say to you, what's the voice of your business? You will be able to identify it, but you just maybe won't have thought about it in those terms. So if you're selling something that's a bit whimsical, you know that the the voice of your business is going to be friendly and conversational and uh, and relaxed. Uh, but if you're if you're um, booking counselling spots, you know it's going to be more um, comforting and supportive and reassuring. So it's really about identifying those key words that you think of when you think of your business initially. Uh, it's a great place to start. And it's not really uh, like something that often helps is looking back over your social media to see where it isn't what you think it should be. So you might have, you know, we get in the habit of, say, we're posting about a business and then we see something that's funny and we post that, you know, and so we share things and it, it, it isn't in alignment with what our message is. And that sort of thing bothers people when when they're consuming and they're looking at the media. It, it's um, It's sort of jarring to the message of the business as a whole. So, it really is, it comes down to looking at what you've done, what has worked and hasn't worked, and thinking about the style of your business and how, I guess, you can even look at competitors, how they communicate, people that you think do a really good job. What's their voice? You'll, you'll be People will be able to put it into words when they ask themselves that question. Uh, that's the main thing I generally start with asking people is what's the voice. And if they say, I don't know, we, we can work it out. We can ask more questions to try and get to the bottom of it. Yeah, I like that. So so first, as you mentioned, we start with clarity on the brand purpose. Secondly, what's your brand voice, which is aligned with your brand identity? So basically the question, what do you want to, how do you want to be perceived? Mm-hmm. And then thirdly, also you mentioned, look, and I like that too, look at what's working and what's not working mm. on your channels. And yeah. I think that what, how you want to be perceived, I often ask the question, what do you want to be known for or remembered yeah. for? And that can be more aspirational than where you're at now. Um, it's okay. When people look at my social media or they read something from me, what do I want them to feel, think about me and the business? And that gives you an idea of where to head as well. Yeah, and I love that. And even the review, you know, and, and maybe you have some practical examples too to share on this, even just looking at what's working and what's not. As I'll give you an example on one of our companies, Ocean Lovers, I've for for there was some time when I felt like the messaging just wasn't clicking. We mm-hmm. we had uh, we we've always had and we still have a very very clear purpose, very clear mission, which is to to celebrate and protect our ocean, which is great. Then the social media content that that some of my team put out there just felt like almost like it just felt like we we're just doing it for the sake of it. We we're mm-hmm. doing it because we need to post something, not because we feel it. And now right now. Uh, one of my team members who is a big ocean lover, she's really nailing it because it comes with heart. It, yes. it, she feels yeah. it. Uh, she means it. It's not just that we have to do it. And you can see the difference. Mm. And I know this may sound a bit, you know, woo-woo, but the energy that goes in then has a completely different result, how people mm. connect with it. Yeah. Oh, 100%. No, I think... Um... Because we're all pretty savvy consumers now as well, um, we don't just go to a shop like maybe our parents did and ask for the advice of the salesperson who's there on the day when we want to buy something. We are 
getting sources from everywhere, from around the world if we want to buy something or choose somebody to work with. So people are getting much smarter about picking up sales talk and when somebody is selling to them. And we also know that most things exist to be sold, even products and services. And it used to be, and it still is a bit of a dirty word for sales, like, oh, you know, that that whole perception of sales. But um, I try to tell people or try to get people to think about, well, if the people don't know about your service or your product, how are they going to benefit from it? So you need to you need to be able to explain. Um, but then it just draws to mind, um, it's reasonably topical, so I don't know if it, it will, but the, the Australia Day um, merchandise mm. that's going on. So Woolies first came out and said they're not going to sell anything. I think mm-hmm. Audi have followed and a few other companies as well. And I find that really fascinating because normally products exist or companies like that exist to sell at any given opportunity. <laughs> And here they are taking a stance to not sell something, but by doing that they are also putting forward their positioning. So I found that, I mean, regardless of the political debate behind it, I found it a really brave and interesting move from those companies, but it is also beneficial to them because it it is telling their market that they are brave and they they are saying that this is important to them and it is people will like it or won't like it but it is really it's still a sales move if you can put it that way absolutely yeah you're actually mentioning something really really useful there for our listeners you're talking about the importance of taking a stance and and we always say in and in marketing and branding when you take a stance like that like on australia day for example especially the first company that did it very brave the other ones mm, they might just you know latch <laughs> on to it because they, well yeah and it's cool that they do it but they realize that maybe it's a good move in terms of marketing and messaging yep. when you take a stance and especially if it is political you will always polarize mm. and the thing with polarizing is that it it often unless unless you do it in a way that is maybe losing you the majority of your customers when you do it in a right way you will gain loyal fans so you will get people that will, will support you and 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 then you also have the ones that will not like you at all and they won't come back ever again but having these loyal fans is really helpful for a brand to grow so i love that you say that um now when it comes to to copywriting and alignment and, and you're welcome to to share some examples too. So so we've got a bit of a frame. As you know, I love giving you know our members frameworks that they can use and apply to any business. What else should we share here? So we've got the brand purpose. We've got the brand voice, which includes what you want to be known for. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your stance? Um, look at what's worked and what's what's not working on your social media. What else do you? Because especially I'm thinking in terms of also using marketing AI. What mm-hmm. are some other things that business owners should think about when it comes to their communication? Uh, well, the really, we've skipped over the most important one, which is your target market. So mm-hmm. I, I think that can be really daunting to work out uh, initially, but identifying, and you can use AI. This is what the beautiful thing. You can ask the AI a question, who would buy this product? Uh, it's much more a targeted response than just Googling who would buy this, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the correct answer, but it's going to point you in the right direction. Um, but I think that's initially most important is to work out who 
is going to benefit from your product and it's not who you want to sell to it's who wants to buy from you <laughs> it's a different sometimes they can be different where you think you want to sell and the places that you want to be and not necessarily who your customer is so it's i think it's very important initially to work out um and it's not just like the old demographics idea it's um you know like you can do your personas of like my target market is 34 and they earn this sort of money and that sort of thing. That generally definitely helps. But I think if you can really identify either a stage of life or an attitude, that is much more powerful. You said before about your um, your uh, person doing the Ocean Lovers content. They are obviously loving getting this mm -hmm. message out and Saving the oceans it sounds awful to say, but it's a message that is happening a lot. So people are switching off here and there, except to the really aligned content or authentic content, as we would say, which is, again, another word that's been used too much. So, so much so that when people see it passionate and authentic, they actually don't believe it anymore, which is awful. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think uh, recognising your target market but thinking about what they're feeling and um, how your solution, your service, your product is going to help them in their lives, either, um, you know, they say that people either move towards um, a good feeling or away from a bad feeling. Um, it, that's a bit, uh, I always find that's a bit too black and white. We're, we're a very nuanced people. It takes us, you know, a while to make decisions. But overall I find if you make people feel good about the purchase then that's a much better thing than working with fear um, but yeah I think that would be it target market is probably the the next most important or probably the very first and most important thing to look at yeah and and also on the the target markets I feel like with a lot of businesses that we also work with and and you you do this with your customers too. We look at these micro niches, so we may have different audiences. And especially in startups, I often see that you may think that one audience is your target audience, and you go after them, and you definitely should, and and you know change adjust your communication to be appealing to this audience. And then you might realize, mm, actually, I'm attracting more, you know, people that are let's say older or younger uh, or different different demographics, different interests, and you may adjust mm. the messaging slightly to be appealing to that audience. You know, sometimes it's it's good to, and you see this in with copywriters, it's good to be fluid. Yes. When it comes Absolutely. to these things, yeah. And you can get that information from your social media channels too these days, which is the yeah. beauty of it. Before you would have um, maybe only just sales to um, to look at, but now you've got who's visited your website, the reach, uh, who's visited your social media, gone to your website, but they're not purchased. There's, there's a lot of information and sometimes that can actually be more overwhelming. But it's worth looking at to see, okay, uh, there are these people coming to the website, but they're not purchasing. I wonder why that is and have a good think about what it is that's not aligning with that particular group of people. Yeah, exactly. So who is resonating with the message? Yeah. And what are they resonating with? Yeah. You hear that so often. People will say, I've got an SEO specialist to sort out my website. And I'm getting heaps of people, but I'm not getting any more sales. So, <laughs> you know, they're, they're using the keywords and the buzzwords and the phrases that are bringing people there, but your messaging on the website or your offer 
or how you're portraying it uh, is not aligning with what people want. And it's a it's a really short time you've got to um, grab people and make them stay. And I think the, the other thing I tell people to do is think about how you purchase. So when you go online and you think, like we were looking at a laptop for my daughter over the weekend and this website and that and reviews mm. and pricing and, um, you know, things that you've got, um, what do you call it, not facilities, but like the 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 things that the, the computer can do. Um, it, it was a real process, you know, and eventually we decided on this one but then eventually went to that anyway. You've got to think sometimes about how, complex our decision making is and any opportunity you can get in to where people are making the decision to put your product a little bit higher is worthwhile investing in yeah i agree and then have to, having that you know once you've you've worked out your tone of voice and you have alignment then having that consistency across all the channels yes people can build trust yeah <laughs> even i that's something i struggle with is the consistency as well I, I think when we're in our own businesses, our own sometimes when I do I do this for other people and then I neglect to do the social media and things for myself. Oh, <laughs> yeah, everyone does that. Everyone is is usually really good at working with their customers, but then you yeah. you know you you put your customers first, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh no, I'd rather work on their business. Way more yeah. interesting. <laughs> exactly. What what is one last thing as as we're coming to the end of the show? What is one last wisdom or knowledge or anything you would love to share with our listeners mm. oh gosh so many things <laughs> i could also be two things <laughs> could it be a hundred um i always believe in the power of words and language and you know sue and i have our podcast where we talk talk about words and as sue just made a comment this morning that we just thought we were talking about marketing and words, but the podcast has taken us on such a journey of meeting spiritual people and people involved in coaching and uh, just all areas of the world. When you think about it, it's mind blowing how much language and and words, how many how many words we use all the time to communicate. So, yeah. I guess the message in that is use your words wisely when you've got a, a bit of space on your website or your social media or whatever think about what is the best thing that you can say straight away to grab someone's attention uh, and it doesn't have to be you know the attention grabbing headlines that would be very popular for a while and um, the clickbait type thing but a question uh, something that is related to your product or would it how great would it be if this or just something like that. Thought starters I always find are really interesting. Um, and just try to leave the language and people better than you found them, I suppose. I always work by that theory anyway to try to leave everyone better than I found them. Um, but, you know, on social media and on your messaging as well, there can be a tendency sometimes for people to slip into the, uh, oh, that person did that. I still don't like it when I see people calling out others on social media even if that person's been bad, when people name and shame, it, that doesn't resonate with me. So I always think, no, nope, I'm keeping it all lovely and just spreading some joy in the world. <laughs> it's because yeah. the world is more joy. <laughs> and I, yeah, I, I completely agree. And I feel like it, unless you are willing to say your feedback to the person, you know, face to face or picking up the phone, you know, 
it's just a bit weak, but that's a whole other topic yes, uh, for that's another right. show. Yeah, that just, just <laughs> popped into my head for some reason. Oh, but. <laughs> I love it I, because it does fit with your messaging because you're saying, you know, use your words wisely. So, mm-hmm. so it definitely fits with with your message, and I, we can we can talk about that uh, more another time. Yeah, I, I love that message because also the choosing your words wisely. Yes, when it comes to marketing, and we we talk about marketing here on the show a lot, but also you know with your family, with your kids, with in person, with people. Yeah, your your message is choosing your words wisely and and possibly even aligned with yeah. who you are. Yeah, so and congruency. I think. You know, that's something um, that we also, when I work with someone, is working out what their values and and dreams and hopes and uh, guiding ways of living are because your business has got to align with that as well. If you find that you're in a, like say for yourself, Francisca, if you were in, you're doing Ocean Lovers, but somebody came to you with something, selling plastic, you know, how would yeah. you like to do this for basic bananas? Yeah. You know that you're going to go, yeah. no, because yeah. that does not align with my values. But sometimes people can get, um, I guess, a little, you know, the, it's a great opportunity or the money or something like that. But, uh, yeah, again, I would tell you to make sure that the values, you know your own values and they are aligned with the business that you're in as well. Yeah, I Is that agree. three things? Now, yeah, I <laughs> love that. that. That's three things and they're three really powerful things and that we summarise basically this episode. I love it. Now, if people want to also tune into your other podcast that you have, do you want to share that? And also, where can people connect with you? You have katherinejames.au. How would you like people to connect? Uh, yeah, so yeah, katherinejames.au. I just recently changed that over, so now I've just got my own name. <laughs> um, there's a, you can book a time with me to have a chat through the contact section there. It's got all my social media and all of that. And it also has the Full of Words podcast. That's available through everything. You know, it's distributed the usual ways. I listen to it on my Apple podcast things on my phone. Um, but that's just, yeah, 20 minutes, same as like this, of, of Sue and I talking to amazing guests about words. And there's some real gold nuggets in there. I think I've, I've been saying this, so we need to make a book about it because the things that people have shared with us and their ideas are just really, I think if we can get, condense them, it'd be like a how-to of life and business. Oh, I agree. Yeah. It's <laughs> because it is all about, it is all about, you know, no, I know we're wrapping up here, but it is all about words, even hmm. the words we have for ourselves, you know, yeah. whether, you know, how we feel in life and what we're doing in life and, and, you know, success or, or failure, it all comes back to the words that we use. I agree 100%. And quite a few of the people we spoke to talked about that inner coach or the inner critic uh, Mm. that you've got. We've all got that voice and recognising that voice. And um, the the sentence that I love is saying, would you speak to a child that way? Sometimes when you hear the voice in your head, you say that to a small child. No, you wouldn't, you know. We just saw, we were down at the park before and saw a lady teaching her son to ride a bike. And I think he's a toddler. He would have only been about three. And she's running alongside and go, you're doing it, you're doing it. He's like, yes. You know, know, and just think, well, if you talk to yourself like you're a toddler learning to ride a bike and just cheer yourself on is is way better than negativity, isn't it? (laughs) I love that. Yeah, that's a beautiful way to end. So thank you again so much, CJ, for joining us here today on Basic Brands Radio and for everything you're doing also for the business community. It's, it means a lot. My pleasure. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. And, yeah, thank you for continuing to include us in the, the genius bunch, which I love to tell people I'm in. <laughs> yeah, because you are a genius. Clearly, we've just, you know, 
proven that again this morning. So thank you, TJ. <laughs> Talk to much. you very soon. Bye. Bye-bye. To get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.